You're listening to The One Relationship, where we believe a strong marriage is the foundation for successful families, communities, and cultures. I'm Kate. And I'm Tanner. We're your hosts, and we've each had our share of unhealthy relationships. When we met, we committed to not repeat the mistakes of our past, so we set out to learn everything we could about creating a rock-solid marriage. Join us every week as we bring you real talk from our experiences, other married couples, and relationship professionals we trust. To start strengthening your marriage now, head over to theonerelationship.com and get access to our free marriage manifesto today. Oh, welcome. Welcome. It's uh, Thursday, and we just came back from Sundance, Utah, traveling the last few days, and it was amazing. So as you join us, let us know where you are listening from, where you're watching from. Make sure uh, you let us know that you can hear us and see us, too, that uh, we've got all our technology working well as Tanner's over here uh, making sure everything uh, uh, is is set up correctly, um, but we'd love to know where you're right. You know, you're watching us from. You know how your day is going. Uh, we are so grateful to uh, jump in here each week and be able to do a Q and A with you. Uh, so let us know where you're from. And we, yeah, like I said, we just came back from Sundance, Utah, the most beautiful. Well, I don't know about the most. I haven't seen. Whoa, every, whoa, that's, going that's, overboard. I know, here. right, right. <laughs> but, hello, hello, Michael. Hi, Michael. Uh, Go it, ahead it, it, it really just was a, a beautiful place to be. And uh, we got Brian in Arizona coming in here. Kevin's watching in New Hampshire. So we've got lots of states jumping in. Virginia, Michael's in Virginia. So um, we we came from uh, this two-day workshop with uh, one of our mentors, uh, actually the mentor who uh, put on an event where we met so we're still connected with him and his team and these most amazing people. And uh, we've got some really great energy. We're, we're feeling good and, and still on this high from, from the trip. So our Q&A is a day uh, past because we were traveling yesterday. But here we are, and we wanted to make sure that... Texas uh, in the house, Florida, Michigan, Michigan, Canada. All right, everyone. Uh, some jump. more Michigan. Love it, love it, love it. Uh, so we want to hear from you. Uh, you can put in the comments any kind of relationship question that you might have uh, in, in the comments. If you feel like you want to have more uh, privacy in that, you can also text us and let us know what your questions are. And we can keep um, then, you know, therefore we can keep you uh, private and, and have uh, more of an anonymous question asked. And the text that you can put your question to is uh, the number is 720 Four two one nine. Maybe you want to put. Can you put that in the comments? Uh, uh, the question or I the can. or is it in the post? I think you put it. I think you posted it somewhere. I right? put it in the post. We also have a nice little. Uh, oh look, there it is. Text questions. There you go. So seven two zero four five nine four two one nine. So let us know how we can help you. We've got a little bit of time that we want to spend with you and help answer some relationship questions that you have, things that might be going on in your marriage or maybe what you're dealing with with your children. And uh, we'll get into that. And and really, if you listen to this week's podcast episode, it was on really the start of the one relationship, why we decided to put together a podcast, how how it sort of all came about. So if you want more of that that story of how this all started, 
uh, definitely make sure to listen to the the uh, this week's episode of the One Relationship. Uh, and again, you can listen to you know the podcast and subscribe on um, just about any podcast platform. Apple so, Stitcher. Stitcher. I'm curious Spotify, where. Right? Uh, for people that listen, this would actually be super helpful. For people that listen to podcasts, whether or not you've listened to uh, to our podcast, uh, where do you listen to your podcast at? Is it is it Apple's? Hey, Tyler Trickle is hey, here. Tyler. Tammy's here as well. Um, but curious to know where you listen. That'd be super helpful yeah. feedback for us. We focus, there's a lot of focus on Apple. Uh, I know other people like Stitcher and um, you know Amazon Music, like everybody. There's so many podcast apps. So uh, drop your favorite podcast app uh, that you use on the regular in the comments. That would be super helpful. We got yeah. a couple of apples rolling in. Pete's um, in South Carolina listening, having a cold drink. All right. Spotify. Uh, Joy oh, Spotify. On Spotify. Yeah. yeah, I mentioned that too. Uh, so yeah, so we appreciate it. So let us know where you're uh, watching us from and what uh, podcast platform you use to listen. We appreciate that you continue to support us and come in and get connected with us here on our lives as well as listening and subscribing to our um, one relationship. So thank you. Cindy's in Key West. We got more Canada in the house, David. Uh, so um, anything you want to share about like our trip or um, just kind of a, a quick little recap on, I think one of the things that I, I just felt was an overall theme yes. that I... <laughs> you go first. Though. Okay. Um, you, yeah, I, I was waiting more of a jump in and... Um, was vis to visualize, to visualize what you want for your future, who your future self will be, uh, the things that, that, that you desire in your future, uh, to actually start visualizing it, kind of almost living it out before it really happens. And that was sort of this overall theme in the workshop that we were in. And I think that is so, so important. Uh, when we're thinking about the relationships that we're in, if we're struggling with something and we don't like how a certain thing is, um, rather than getting so hung up on how uh, you know bad it is or how it's not the way you want it to be or it's you know just stuff that it isn't working, start to think about in your mind's eye what. Well, what does it look like when it is where you want it to be? You know, start envision visualizing how it will be different. And that will start to help create more of that in your life just by thinking about it. Now, granted, effort and, you know, things that action steps still need to take to, 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 to be involved. Um, but visualizing, if you can't even see how you want it to be, how would it even be better, right? So, or different or, or whatever word you want to use. So um, that was definitely a really powerful, uh, just overall theme that we had over our trip. Yeah, uh, maybe a like a simplistic concept with this is everything is created twice. Mm -hmm. So the phone or the computer, whatever you're using right now to watch this, uh, these microphones, that camera, you know, this computer, this phone right here, all of this stuff gets created twice. It gets created once in 
somebody's mind, Steve Jobs, uh, we've got a lot of Apple products going on here, um, you know, get, gets created in somebody's mind. And obviously not just Steve Jobs, but all the engineers and all the people that work on all of this stuff, right, collectively start to think about, hey, how do we solve these problems? How do we make this better? We needed a phone that could do so much more than just call uh, until we had <laughs> one, right? And then, and then we found all of these new uh, ways to use this technology. So, um, the same is true with your life and with your relationship is that if you don't think about what you want, um, you're going to get life by default, right? And so it's really a matter of life by design uh, or life by default. And a lot of us think that uh, like we just get whatever comes at us, right? Like, well, based on our history, based on our family, based on whatever, I work this job. Uh, so this is the way my life is going to be. And you, I don't think you actually saw this message that we got in the last uh, 24 hours while we were traveling, but there was a text message. Um, I, I think I forget where he's at. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, he said I could use his information, uh, on the show. We're just going to call him Nate from New York. His name is not Nate and he doesn't live in New York. Um, but Nate from New York, if you are uh, listening, you'll know that I'm talking about you. So he um, he took a new job uh, like three hours away from where he lives currently with his wife uh, because a new job paid a tremendous amount more money and it was going to allow them to uh, pay off uh, their debt and do all these things for their, for their family. And so he was asking... Um, hey, I've been doing this and I'm, I'm kind of burning out on this commute because it's a 14, 15 hour day of commuting and working, com commuting home. My health is starting to, to take a toll here. And um, can you help me? Because everybody that I work with uh, says I should just divorce my wife because she won't move to uh, where he works, which is like three hours away, which would be way easier for him. She doesn't want to move because she has family close um, and uh, and and she doesn't want to work full time because she doesn't have to now because he's making so much money. So there's a lot of dynamics going on here. And we see this, like this is just one example of, of kind of what we're seeing uh, with people that we're working with is that um, people aren't thinking about, well, where do I want to go? Like, what is my vision? Ultimately, where are we headed? Like, awesome. You paid off your debt, um, which is a, a great thing to do, but like, what's the next thing, right? Like, what is all of this money? What are you, what are you working for? What are you, what are you making all of this money for? What's the purpose? And, and in, uh, the event that we were at the workshop we were at earlier this week, there were several financial advisors in there. We talked about wealth. Um, a couple of these guys who who manage you know massive portfolios were like, "There's no right or wrong. Uh, there are better investment strategies, but ultimately, whether you're investing you know time or money or energy or all three into something." It's not a matter of like, oh, this is right and this is wrong. It's a matter of what's right for you. Like, what what do you want? What are your goals? And so I just like that's such a reoccurring theme for us right now is uh, we're seeing it in, in people that we're working with that are sort of stuck in the day-to-day but they're stuck in the day-to-day -day because they haven't thought about where their life is going and what they want. And then inside of this mastermind group that we're part of, and we're with for the last two days, um, that was like the majority of the work 
what are your dreams? What are you committed to? What are you not going to do mm-hmm. in your life so you can get towards these dreams? And one of the things that uh, this is a very different mindset for me. I didn't grow up with the mindset that's being taught in this mastermind uh, and 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 the concepts that are being talked by these people. I just didn't grow up with that. And and it's all about being the best and making your dreams come true and having really you know big goals for yourself, uh, not for the sake of ego and pride, but for the sake of being of service for others and 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 having a meaningful life. And one of the things that occurred to me, he said, it's a lot easier to be a hundred percent into what you want to do and what you want to stand for than it is to be ninety eight percent in. And and Bo was talking about his decision. Uh, to not drink and and like he doesn't have an alcohol problem but it's just a matter of like hey a glass of wine at dinner here and there sometimes it can turn into two glasses of wine I've noticed that when I have wine with dinner my sleep isn't as good and so it's like I need to be recovering at a high level which means I need to be sleeping my best, which means I shouldn't drink wine because it has an impact, right? And so his whole thing was it's easier to just say no to the alcohol altogether because he knows that when he has it, it's not not serving his body for the goals that he has than to be like, I'll have it twice a month or I'll only have it with this dinner or only on the weekend or whatever. And I think a lot of people are lukewarm on what they're doing in their life. And that's what leads to a lot of indecision and turmoil is because you're like, ah, I really want this in my life, or I really want this type of relationship in this context. I, I want this type of relationship. I want to do this. I want this career. But in the back of our mind, we don't believe we can have it. We think we're going to fail because we failed in the past. We have all of this fear <clears throat> and all of this doubt that we create in our mind around what we really want that keeps you stuck in not quite getting what you want, but feeling unsatisfied with what you have. And so a huge takeaway, again, to tie this all together out of the workshop was getting clear on dreams and goals and what you stand for and what you want, and then making decisions that support going in that direction. Right. And and that way, your guiding star for your decisions are, I okay, I have a choice to make today about whatever, what I eat for dinner, whether I drink or not, how I treat my spouse. I have a choice to make today. That, that choice should be based on what's going to get me to where I want to go. Most people's choices are based on comparison of, well, what does my neighbor think or what is my family doing or what did I learn here? Or what just is the instant gratification here? of like, oh, like I just want to do this now because I'm tired and I had like a really full crappy day or whatever. And so I'm going to just make a decision based on that rather than, yeah, we all have some crappy days sometimes, but let's still make choices that will be in alignment with where we want to go. So, you know, we give you permission to dream about what your future is going to look like and how you want it to be. Um, Ultimately, you are the one that is in control of that, not the outside circumstances that we're all currently dealing with right now. Um, Here's a a, a fun fact. No, wait. And so uh, (laughs) one of the things that I think is a really powerful question that you can ask yourself as you start to think about where you want your future to be 
and uh, and then we're we're gonna get to some questions too. Um, is does this nourish me or does this deplete me? So when you're presented with choices, does it does it nourish me or is it gonna deplete me? And not necessarily just from an energy standpoint of what you're eating or something, but ultimately, is it going to nourish your dream and move you forward to the future you want, or is it going to deplete? and take away from where you want to go. So I think that's a really great question that you can just take with you each day when you're like, mm, you know, what what should I do? Where should I go? How should I respond? Well, is it going to nourish me or deplete me? Um, so we've got a couple questions here and someone was asking about, uh, I think it was Tammy, about, um, you know, what do you, what do you do? Like, how do you start having a relationship again um, after uh, she lost her husband back in 1999. And my my thought was, would be, you know, one, um, know whoever you start to date is not going to be your husband, right? Like it, he's just going to be a different man and recognize that and be clear on the kind of person you want to date. That was something that Tanner and I, before we met, we had to get very clear about the things that we did and didn't want in relationships again based on the experiences that we had in the past. And we're like, we're not repeating this. We're not repeating this. This worked well. We want more of that. And so I think for one, you have to get clear of just the kind of man uh, you would like to be with and recognize this is going to be, he's going to be his own person and he's not going to be your husband, right? So I think that's the first step. And uh, and then secondly, I would think about where, so now you, now you're clear about the kind of man he is, um, where, where, where are those, um, places that you could find him? Um, you know, I come from the rock music industry and I thought, well, you know, I'm in this industry and here are the qualities that I have, uh, surely because I'm here, I could find a man in this industry as well. And the reality is the things that really matter to me. Um, I wasn't going to find that in a hard, in the hard rock music industry. It just, it just, the, it's just very different. Um, and so I thought, okay, well, where am I going to place myself and put myself in, um, that I would find a man that matched up with what I really wanted. And part of that was personal growth. Part of that was, um, just someone who, who was willing to commit and, um, go through life and that we could be each other's cheerleaders and respected my faith um, and supported it, uh, even if it, he didn't practice the same way I did. You know, so these things were just very clear to me so that I knew where I was going to put myself. And quite frankly, I was like, well, I want, you know, a good, a good Catholic guy. And I put myself in all these Catholic, you know, young adult type groups. And I'm like, like, ugh, I don't, I don't connect with them on any other thing than that we believe the same thing in our faith. I was like, well, that's not going to, you know, so recognizing like you have to find those places. And sometimes like, like I did, I had to go to some places and realize like, nope, that's not quite the right place. And I know it can be a little bit difficult now with COVID and being in person uh, challenging, 
But there's plenty of things that are um, going online. There's still things that are happening in person, but just smaller. So just, you know, get creative. There's and still people on Match.com and Tinder and, and finding. Like online dating. But here, here's what I would groups, say. Things like that. And we had somebody who um, was part of our group and is single uh, and has been, uh, what did he say? Terminally single, I think was his was his word um, that uh, that was asking us at the end because we all talked about you know what we do and what's important to us there, and it, again it comes back to what I was saying earlier around clarity in what you want, right? So many of us are running off of like oh well I was supposed to get married now there's a very big. Um, you know, there's sort of a cultural movement of like, let's not get married because, you know, 50% or more marriages end in divorce and we don't want to commit to each other and I might get hurt. So, uh, we're obviously pro marriage. I know if you've been married once, sometimes the next subsequent times, you know, can be even more challenging of like, I don't know, do I really want to do this again? There are other people that, you know, just constantly keep getting married to the same people with different, you know, faces and names. Um, <laughs> but I think it's a matter of actually stopping and asking yourself, like, what do I want? You know, what do I want in a relationship? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, clearly, you know, Tammy, you're asking, how do you do it? Because you want that. And in the case of the gentleman that we were talking to at our event, I asked him, do you, you know, do you, what kind of woman do you want? Do you want kids? And he's like, ah, well, uh, well I'm 55. So, uh, you know, I think that ship's kind of sailed, but you know, and, and so the answer was yes. Like he would like to have kids yeah. and, and, and he's open to having kids that are adopted or from a woman who already has kids where he's a That was the question. It was like, well, if she already had, like if she's an older woman and already has kids, are you cool with that? And he was like, and it was an immediate yes. And we're like, so there you go. Now we know it was an instant yes. Like, yes, you are op- like, you want kids. The you, point is though, it doesn't don't, have to be yours. don't stay stuck in that indecision because this is what I was talking about earlier. You know what you want, but you don't think you can have it or that you're not going to find it. So you stay stuck in the indecision and I don't really know and I don't want to go for that because I don't think it can come true. And and that's what our mentor, Bo, was talking about. That's way harder. Like, just go for what you want. <laughs> know that it's not always going to look exactly the way that you think it will look. But be clear. And if if you want kids or whatever that thing is you want in a relationship, you want a certain attribute of a relationship, well, that should be one of the most important things. Don't stay in relationships where the other person doesn't want that those same things. By you getting clear and having those conversations up front, uh, it doesn't have to be on the first date. You know, we told this guy, like, don't go into your first date and like ambush this woman with all these <laughs> things that we told you to write down. But you need to, you need clarity in your own mind because then it's like when you're looking on a match profile or when you're, uh, you know, if you're doing more than just looking at pictures on Tinder before you swipe left or right and you're actually assessing, like, hey, what does this person want? Um, then you know in your mind you've already made up a decision, and and what came out of that conversation was with him is that oftentimes, uh, what did he say? He's like, I've been tr- selling and not buying, mm, right? right? He's right. like, I talk too much, I blah, 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 like all of these things, and I was like, you need to ask more questions. You need to assess 
if you want to be with the person that you're messaging with out on a date with on a zoom date because that's now a thing in 2020 like you need to be buying and not selling when you think about a relationship i know what i want i'm going to ask questions and assess this person to see if they fit into that criteria and then i'm going to make a decision should i continue to talk to this person date this person so on and so forth yeah, we you see have so control. many people you don't have to sell yourself that to stay them. single well non-married people that stay in dating or half dating type relationships because whatever they're having sex they're afraid they're not going to find somebody as good as that person even though they're not happy or with that financial person. dependency or financial right. or they just don't want to be alone or whatever and like that's not a place to be that's yeah. not a place to remain it's much um more healthy for you to venture off into the unknown and get out of the type of relationship you don't want to have to get clarity on the type of relationship you do want to have. And then remember, you're buying, you're asking questions, you're assessing the people, you're not selling yourself just trying to be accepted by somebody. Um, that does not make a good relationship, just the fact that two people accept <laughs> to spend time with each other. I uh, just want to say hi to uh, Ray. Thanks so much for jumping on. I'm glad you're enjoying what we're doing. And John, thank you as well. Married for 25 years. Congrats. That's a beautiful thing. There are still many, many uh, marriages that last and are happy and uh, and they're great, you know. Um, Cindy mentioning just to have timeline for goals. It's good. You know, I think just when you think about timelines, though, I don't want you to to we have think, a story to share about timelines. Yeah, and um, but but remember that the timeline, if you don't hit it per se, if you don't hit that goal per se right at the timeline, don't think that that's failure. Uh, beat yourself up about it because if you've been working towards that goal all along and you just kind of miss the mark a little bit on the timeline, but you're still moving forward, like the progress of that, the journey of that is a celebration. So just one thing to be mindful about timelines that just because uh, you you don't necessarily make the timeline doesn't necessarily mean that it, that it's bad and it's all it's all you know going to crap. Yeah, um, you you want to you want to feel like you're making progress. Right. Too many people, uh, and we had this uh, this week. Too many people uh, sort of set absolutes, and the example was like, well, we need to change this thing by this week. This needs to happen differently now. Or like, I don't know if I can stand this anymore. And it's like, well, that's a lot of pressure to make change to like everything needs to be different immediately or like this is this is just not going to work out versus like, okay, was today better than yesterday, right? And how can I make tomorrow better okay. than today? Right. And how can we make sure that, you know, next weekend or next week or next month is better than what's happening right now. And and the reason a lot of people don't take a, get into action to, to make change um, is because it, it takes time to see the fruits of your uh, effort. And especially when there's pain involved in having difficult conversations with your significant other or your spouse or, you know, having to admit things that aren't easy, whatever it is, um, 
it can be very easy to procrastinate making any sort of change or having any sort of kind of conversation with with somebody in a relationship if that's what needs to happen uh, because there's going to be you know pain and discomfort associated with it versus just kind of continuing to to roll the ball forward kick the kick that what is it kick, kick the, the can for Kick the can yeah. down the down street the or street. around the road yeah. or whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, you have to know that over time, whether, like whatever you're doing every day over time are the results that you're going to have. It's, it's a book called The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. It's a very simple yet profound principle. So if you're just avoiding addressing whatever needs to be addressed in your relationship or your life today, and you just continue to do that day over day over day over, well, it's never going to get addressed. And then the the fallout of that situation, not being proactive about strengthening your marriage, the fallout of that situation, i.e. divorce, um, is inevitable, basically. Uh, but if you go, okay, let's take steps to make some progress uh, you might not see the progress right away, which is why it can be hard to keep going. Uh, but if you know that over time, those positive actions, it's like a bank account, you're making deposits into the bank account called your marriage over time, um, that bank account is is going to grow. So um, that's, you know, we have a lot of stuff to unpack, I think, from from uh, the event that we were at earlier. We'd love to see your questions. You know, we got a couple of sexual questions here. Rick loves surprise fellatio from his wife. Well, I'm with you, Rick. That sounds delightful. And uh, Brad, uh, so Brad's got, Brad and his wife have about a about the same spread in in uh, in age Brad, as we I, do. Yeah. Brad's got a fourteen year spread going on there. We've got a, a, a like ten ten and a half eleven. Um, I don't know. We're not going to talk about our sex life, but he wants to know spice up. I think you know, Brad. I think when it comes, I don't think sex is any different in your life uh, than anything else. I don't think you know whether it's sex or money or or you know scheduling. <laughs> I think it all kind of. It's weird because we don't, you know, like we weren't taught to talk about sex. We also, most of us weren't taught to talk about money either. So, um, but clarity and and communication, that's what I right? Like how, like you're not just going to go look up some new tricks, you know, for the bedroom on the internet and then like sneak them in uh, <laughs> with your wife. I mean, maybe you might, you might find some cool, cool things, you know, that, that you want to test out. Um, but I think that has to be a part of your relationship where you have some type of conversation, you know, it might not be dinner table conversation. Uh, well, unless could it's be. the two of you and if it's just the maybe two of that's you how and you want to start night. spicing it up. Like, um, <laughs> you know, a, cut a dinner table. To, I don't know, whatever. Right. But like, <laughs> but the point is though, um, I don't know what you're talking about, but I, I'd like to learn more after this, uh, this episode. Um, <laughs> Communica communication. communication there's tons of there's a couple of great i forget the names but when we were researching <laughs> podcast um there's a there's some great podcast out there that are like specifically about sex and um you know it is a very vast topic 
Uh, we're in a monogamous relationship. There are all sorts of other arrangements out there, and I don't think that's what you're looking for, Brad. I think you're just looking for like, and it's also hey, not how do we, we make this fun? How do we how do we feel? Um, uh, you know, yeah. How do you make it fun? Like it should be fun, you know. Like we didn't understand it when we were, you know, when when you're younger. Um, but it is a part of your humanity. It is a part of being a human. Um, we've sort of, especially in the U S made it such a taboo that it's like this very challenging topic for people. So communicate, talk about it. Like, Hey, what do you want? Um, and if there's little things that you want, like start, uh, trying to figure out how to, how to work those in. Um, and, uh, and if you really want to go down the rabbit hole on this conversation and, and, and sort of expand your mindset, um, you know, go check out the the other podcast uh, around. I, 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 yeah, I can't remember the one that I was listening to, but like, this is a vast topic. Um, uh, if you really want to sort of think about, but other I think I think what's going to help spice it up is when you guys can communicate about what would make the other person uh, feel more excited about it, right? So, like, if Tanner knew some of the things that would excite me and be like, Oh, if you did that, like then he's going to be excited to do it. I'm going to be excited that he's doing it and then vice versa. Right. So, but you're never going to know that unless you guys kind of talk through it and, and, and it's not to talk through it to be so analytical and predetermined and it's not really fun and sexual and exciting. It's to talk about it and be like, Hey, you know, are you open to doing no different things. Like I want to know more about uh, what you enjoy. Can you can you share more about what you enjoy, what you would like to try? And then it starts to become a, a conversation where it's actually a back and forth, and you you guys can find uh, some new things. And then of course, yeah, there's always like a resource like podcasts that you can get some new ideas. Um, but yeah, we you know we're we're uh, we're excited as we're continuing with. Um, giving you ways to help improve your relationships, to strengthen your marriage. We are, you know, we continue to reiterate that we are, we are for marriage. We want your marriage to be thriving and for you to feel happy and secure and full of life in your marriage. And, um, and, and we want, we've worked really hard and used a lot of resources to find, tools that we can use in our own marriage and and it would be silly for us to just keep that stuff to ourselves so we want to continue to share that with you so i do um, i do want to take one other from craig um, oh yeah mm. uh and before we do that yeah, it's funny yeah, yeah tammy she's a, in my day we didn't talk about going to the bathroom sex and money my, isn't that weird tammy we didn't really talk about uh going to the bath like you know poop in my house. Do you know when I was dating the Italian, I was not allowed to like, I couldn't, I couldn't let him know that I had to like have a bowel movement. I had like, everything was private. The door had to be closed. Like, like there, I mean, we, we go to the bathroom with each other in the bathroom. Like I might, we might be a little I'm, too comfortable. For we some might, people. we might be can't uh, fart in front of someone. Like how could you not <laughs> fart in front of your significant other? 
I was like, oh, oh my God, the, the gas that I had built up in my stomach oh, for three man. years because I couldn't fart in front wow, of Wow, this just got, this just took a turn. <sighs> I know. Anyway. Uh, but anyway, Tammy, yeah, I mean, if you think <laughs> about that, like a lot of us didn't grow up talking about this stuff and then it becomes this mystery and then it becomes this um, taboo. taboo. That's the right word that I was looking for, right? And so then we, we mismanage our money. We mismanage our sex. You know, I don't know about the bathroom situation. I mean, bathroom, quite frankly, we don't understand that the food that we eat is connected to our gut health, which is connected to how we poop and is connected to, you know, everything else about our health. Like, there's so many things that it's like uh, the other point that came up during our workshop is like when we arrived on Earth, you buy a new phone, it's back to the phone. What do you get? You get an instruction manual. You buy a new keyboard, you buy a new microphone, you buy, you know, whatever we've got going on here on the desk, everything almost uh, that requires some operation comes with an instruction manual. And we did not receive an instruction manual for this thing uh, called our body and our life when we arrived on Earth. And probably part of it is because we didn't know how to read when we got here. <laughs> so it, it was left to so these other people, to these bigger us. people around us that helped us get into the Earth existence about what we're supposed to do. And so, um, you know, I think that's what's an amazing thing about technology and the internet and sort of where we are at in the 21st century in terms of just human evolution and, and, and awareness and communication is like, let's talk about this stuff, right? Like, let's talk about this stuff. Let's not be embarrassed that we didn't learn everything when we were a kid. Let's not be embarrassed that, you know, we don't know how to manage our money. Let's not be embarrassed that, like, we sort of have a lot of questions about sex or a lot of things that, you know, we would maybe like to explore with our partner. Let's not be embarrassed about the fact that we don't, like, we didn't learn how to have a good relationship because nobody else in our family had a good relationship that is like we desire and be okay with the fact and be grateful for the fact that uh, information exists, every bit of information we need exists at our fingertips, thanks to the internet, and every real bit of information exists already in your head, thanks to you know your creator and, and your connection to God and, and our source. Um, so we have everything we need. It's a matter of chopping away all the noise and all the expectations and all this other BS that has caused us to have the results in our life that we do thus far so thanks for mentioning that tammy yeah. because uh a lot of us didn't grow up uh talking about this stuff yep. now for craig um first off craig i don't say i'm sorry for your loss i'm not quite sure what i'm saying about that uh um tanner just has a hard time saying i'm sorry I do. Well, so I it's think not it's, you craig i think it's weird i just think it's weird because it's like well i get i mean i guess i'm sorry for your loss but i had nothing to do with it I lost my father at the end of, of December, so I understand uh, to some extent. We, you know, every situation's different, and obviously, you know, both of your parents in, in six months is is very challenging. Very hard. Um, but you're like, I'm I'm a little depressed, so it's kind of an interesting thing. It's like, well, um, it do you do you feel like you should be sad and depressed because you lost your parents, and you're like, yeah, I don't know, I kind of am, I'm kind of not, or you just is it more like. I don't really know how I feel, but I don't feel, you know, normal and great. And I, I, I think real quick, I think however you feel is okay. 
it comes back to the clarity of like, how am I feeling? And what, like, what do I need? You know, for me, I didn't talk to my dad for over 15 years. And part of me uh, reestablishing a relationship with him was selfish on the part of like, I don't want things to feel undone uh, when he dies. And, 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 you know, he did at the end of last year. Uh, so I felt like for myself, I needed to like reconnect and repair and just like be good with that relationship. And even though I didn't not talk to my mom, like there were some things I had to say with her. And so I think if you have, if you have things that you feel like, well, these are like lingering. And so that's why I'm depressed. Cause I didn't get to say this or that or whatever, a really good exercise that I've been through is uh, <clears throat> writing them a letter. You know, anything that you feel, if you feel like you're a little depressed and, and like sort of residual feelings um, because of things that went unsaid, you got to write that stuff in a letter. What you do with that letter, if you want to hold on to it, great. If you want to take it to their gravesite, great. If you want to, uh, you know, like mail it to them at their old address and see see what happens to it, um, you know, you've got to get that stuff out and 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 process though. Um, and so those are that is, I guess, my biggest piece of advice. We have a, a great friend, Eric Hodgins, who helps mm -hmm. people. You can find him on Instagram and Facebook, Eric Hodgins, um, uh, who helps people with grief and loss and is really good at this based on losing his daughter a few years ago. Um, to suicide. To suicide. Yeah. And so he's really good. Mm -hmm. There's a Facebook group called Option B for uh, loss and grief that's full of tens of thousands of people talking about loss and, and Eric's grief. And Eric's in there too. Eric's a major yeah. contributor in that group. So I would, I would just say like figure out what you need and don't let it just be one of these things where like – I don't know. I'm sad. I'm going to just kind of continue on with my emotions. Like you can be sad. It's okay. You can That's feel what I was going to say. I'm like being sad is part of the grieving process. Like, so, so, and I think a lot of times people, uh, nowadays aside of, of loss, but just in general, um, or, or death, I should say, um, just they get sad and then they think, well, now I'm depressed and now I'm labeled myself as depressed because um, I'm I'm just sad all the time. And the reality is like life isn't supposed to be happy all the time. Uh, what's that movie that's really good about teaching us that in uh, Inside, Inside Out? Out? It's a great, great uh, animated film called Inside Out that really talks about the emotions and like joy just wants it to be happy, happy, happy all the time. And the reality is like, that's not life. So it's okay to be sad. You lost your parents. And if you had a great relationship with them or you had some, cl you know, closeness with them or, uh, or if maybe there's unfinished business. And so that makes you sad, like whatever that dynamic is, like you lost your parents, like you can be sad. It's okay. And know that you can seek help and lean on people whether you know them or not, um, like personally, to help you get through it. And and I would suggest doing that so it doesn't lead into this constant sadness where you are really depressed every single day. Yeah. And then the depression feels normal and you don't know how to you know work yourself back up to having happy days. Um yeah, profound movie, Jonathan, right? So really, like, I mean, some of these animated films are, 
um, like spot on for adult content. Um, so, so Craig, like, you know, I, I do say I'm sorry for your loss. I feel badly when people lose their loved ones. Um, and I, uh, I, I, I have not lost my parents and I'm dreading that day when one goes and they both go because I'm so close with them and I don't know how my life will be without them. Um, but, but I, I believe in, I believe in heaven. I believe in, in, uh, life after death. And so I know that when people die, they are going to a good place. And however, I don't know how they died or what, but you know, they're, they're not hurting. They're not in pain. They're not sick anymore. Like they're in perfect state of joy, uh, in, in heaven. And that's, that's how I look at where people go when they die. So that gives me comfort to know that they're not, um, in pain anymore, you know? So, um, anyway, that I just seek, seek, uh, people who could help you just work through the emotions that you have because they're normal through a grieving process and you just have to just work through them. So option B is the Facebook group. Um, Eric Hodgins, uh, a, a great, great friend of ours who can also help you through those things too. Um, okay. Well, uh, Monday, we have a new podcast episode. So exciting. Lejean and Ashley Witherspoon. Uh, we've been uh, touching on this a little bit. And we gave you a little snippet when we launched our podcast. And they, when we surveyed out who people wanted to hear from, uh, I mean, there was just an overwhelming amount of people who just wanted to hear from everyday couples, right? So we're going to continue to bring you um, those types of interviews. But uh, in the top three of couples, Ashley and Lejean Witherspoon uh, were were in that that mix. And so I said, perfect. Uh, they're family to me. Lejean, frontman for Seven Dust. So so many of you who still are connected with me from from the music side of things. Uh, I said, we're going to reach out to them and we're going to get them on. So uh, Monday will be a new episode with the Witherspoons and we talk all sorts of things. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I mean, some really fun story. They, they were so just relaxed to talk about, which also at the same time they had said how they were nervous because it's like, Ashley isn't usually doing the interviews. Lejean is, but it's talking about music. Um, so this was a totally different element for them. So they had a little bit of nerves going into it, but they were chatty and they had a great time and we had fun with them. It's um, like so over it, an hour. So yeah. bu buckle up. <laughs> Uh, uh make, make some time it's uh yeah it's it's no. really good it's really just like a different side if you are a uh seven dust fan at all it is a just a different uh insight that you'll you'll see from Lejean. yeah you'll appreciate so that'll be launched on monday and uh as always we we appreciate hearing from you we appreciate you being on our lives here we'll continue to do the q a's we'll go back to wednesday next week and uh um Continue to subscribe and support us, the One Relationship Podcast. And then, if you've got you know any questions in the meantime that you want to just reach out to us um, from your your place, the the numbers on the screen there are seven two zero four five nine four two one nine. Cool. So enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the One Relationship. Be sure to subscribe right now, and we'd love it if you could do us a quick favor too. Please rate and review this podcast. This will help others who want to strengthen their marriage discover our content. 
To get our free marriage manifesto today, head over to theonerelationship.com. And while you're there, we'd love to hear from you. Just hit the Contact Us button and send us your questions and feedback. Join us next time for more Real Talk on The One Relationship.